and welcome to Giving Back to Gwinnett on Business Radio X. Giving Back to Gwinnett highlights the wonderful nonprofit organizations that are served in our community. This show is presented by Minuteman Press of Duluth. Minuteman Press designs, prints, and promotes you. We are coming live from Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. I am your host, Lynn Robinette, with the Wishes for Me Foundation. Did you know there are over 4,000 wonderful nonprofit organizations just in our area? And today we will be featuring two of them. We hope you will be touched by their mission and their impact to our community so that you will want to get involved. Today we have Brandon with Square One for Youth. And Jan with Village of Hope in Lawrenceville. Welcome, guys. Thank you for coming out today. Hi, Lynn. Thank you for having me. Thanks for having me. Wonderful. Well, we're going to start with Brandon and have him tell us Square One for Youth. So what what do you do? What is your mission there? So Square One for Youth is a uh, local not-for-profit <laughs> foundation that's uh, uh, centrally located in Swanee. Our founder, uh, Gene Hubry, who is a member out at the River Club, he found an opportunity that he could give back to the community, particularly by combining aspects of golf instruction with career and vocational guidance. And our mission is to identify uh, youth in Gwinnett County, particularly those that are identified as at need or at risk. Uh, and we identify these kids and have them come in for our program after school, which is about a two hour program after school on Tuesdays and Thursdays, where we not only teach these kids the values and the aspects of the game of golf. But along with that, we also want to try to further their their dreams, their ambitions, and so forth when it comes to uh, career and, and, for that matter, life after high school. I know you said y'all were uh, centralized in, Gwin- in Swanee. I'm sorry. What else areas do you service all of Gwinnett or do you just look at a small area? So particularly right now, uh, our focus is on Gwinnett County. We don't necessarily mm-hmm. reach out uh, much further than Gwinnett. Right. Um, we do have a performance center, and this is kind of where our what we would call our campus is located is right there in Swanee. But uh, moving forward, our vision is to open up a, uh, more of these centers kind of around Gwinnett County. We, uh, you know, particularly to service uh, some of the kids that can be found in the Lawrenceville area, uh, as well as some of those further north, such as Hamilton Mill and so forth. And so in a couple of years time, the location that we have now will certainly be found in, in various uh, areas throughout the county. Okay, so y'all pick up the children from school, after-school programs, and does this program just just during the school year, or do you have anything on the in the summer? So right now, uh, it's, it's a Tuesday and Thursday uh, after-school program that we have for these kids. We, uh, we call it our select program, and we do provide all transportation for these kids. Uh, we pick them up after school, and then time uh, permitting and so forth, we actually drop these kids at their home as well. One of the things that Gene wanted to make sure of when he started this uh, foundation up is that these kids have access to our facility as much as possible. Many of the kids that we have can be considered latchkey kids to a degree. Right. Mm-hmm. And so there are opportunities to get out and about, whether it be away from school or home or, or, and so forth, might be somewhat limited uh, due you know, to that reason. So all transportation, all materials that the kids use, any and all golf equipment and so forth is all supplied by the foundation. These kids, they come to us, we put our arms around them as much as we can, and we don't ask anything from them. That is wonderful. But yes, transportation, I could see when I, my children were younger, working, 
not in Gwinnett County? <laughs> yeah, it, you know, and that's it's one of the things that we, uh, you know, initially when we got started up, it was one of the things that we struggled with was, you know, being able to provide this. But we, we do have um, uh, vetted companies uh, that Gwinnett County School uses also as far as drivers and so forth that have, have come to us and they, they pick these kids up, you know, they take care of them, they're in a safe environment and so forth. And so, you know, if, if we can get those kids there, uh, whatever means uh, is necessary, we're we're going to make sure that we can we can help these kids out. Do you have a limitation on the number that you serve in a class each Tuesday and Thursday? So not not particularly uh, at the moment because this actually is the the first uh, semester that we've started up with with our after school program with the select program, and currently we have about fifteen kids uh, that join us each day on on Tuesday and Thursday. Moving forward, you know we want to see these centers uh, filled to the max. We would love, love, love to have upwards of, you know, 20 to possibly even 30 kids at any one point in time that, uh, that are in our centers, whether it be for the golf instruction or for that matter, the, the career guidance and so forth. We, we mainly focus on, on kids uh, ages uh, from, from mainly eighth grade up until, uh, you know, their senior years in high school uh, before we, we send them out into the world to hopefully utilize some of these, these skills that we, that we have to offer them. Wow. So the middle school, and those are such the critical ages. Oh, yes, ma'am. I think I read at one time or talked with someone about the middle school age. That's your building that foundation to what you can expect to see when they get in high school and thereafter. So. Oh, agreed. And and I spent, you know, before I I started up with with Gene, I, I spent about 10 years as a teacher. And it was always interesting when those kids would move from, you know, from the middle school, uh, middle school ages into their freshman year. There was it was it was a little tough to kind of convince them that things were different in high school. So, but no, I completely agree with you. It's we want to hit uh, you know some of these middle school kids in hopes that uh, you know that they they continue to come through us throughout their high school years. Oh wow! What grade did you teach? I taught eleventh uh, grade uh, language arts, AP Ooh. AP English language and composition. Oh wow! <laughs> so, I praise you. I would have that been a good school teacher. <laughs> well, <thank you. laughs> so a lot of patience and a lot of creativity and fast thinking on your feet, all walks of life. Oh, indeed. So, indeed. But yet at the same time, your heart probably just pours out. You know, you just like you're limited to what you can do as a school teacher, too. So and, and you know, honestly, I mean, see, I taught at Buford High School for those years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of times when people uh, think of Gwinnett, they they think of, um they think of uh, affluent kids, and it's really surprising in, in such a wonderful you know community that we live in that there are so many kids that are out there that can be identified as you know at need or or at risk. Mm-hmm. And so you know those those are the ones that we're targeting you know just in hopes that they they don't uh, you know they don't fall to the wayside. The different companies or other organizations that you are affiliated with, do you approach them about getting some of their clients? Uh, yes, ma'am. Absolutely. So a couple of the affiliates that we have, uh, particularly our Boys and Girls Club uh, of, of the, the various cities that are around Gwinnett, uh, we do have uh, Boys and Girls Club of Lawrenceville, uh, children from that particular program that are, that are actually with us right now that are participating in the, in the after-school program that we have. Uh, we've also been in contact with, uh, with Gwinnett Mentoring, which is kind of an offshoot of Gwinnett County Schools. They help us to identify kids that, that one, you know, really need the, the services that we that we have for them, but then also too, you know, these are kids that they also feel will will be able to to take what we what we offer to them and, and really kind of roll with it. 
What volunteer opportunities would y'all be seeking? So as far as far as volunteers go, there's there's various programs through the year that we run that are kind of separate from the select program that we were just talking about, which is mm-hmm. basically through this through the school years of fall and spring semester. Uh, we do have an annual golf tournament that we put on in November, uh, which is one of our main fundraising initiatives. Uh, mm-hmm. It is held out at the River Club, uh, primarily usually in the the later weeks of October, right, uh, and then on into the early November. We we're always looking for help with that. Uh, there's multiple sponsorship opportunities that we that we have along with that for, you know, marketing purposes where various businesses and individuals can not only donate to the program but they can also get some uh, exposure uh, for their particular businesses as well. During the summertime, we do hold uh, golf camps for many of these kids that we see throughout uh, fall and spring semesters, mm-hmm. and especially during those. That's you know we have the so right now I, I guess I have to take a step back and when we. You know, when we talk about all these kids coming into our facility, it's an indoor, you know, climate controlled training facility for golf, bays, you know, uh, launch monitors, simulators and everything else. But then when you take about 20 or 30 kids and suddenly you take them outside, we're just trying to keep uh, some of these kids corralled, so to speak. That's, you know, volunteer opportunities for our our summer golf camps are are always, always available. And we, you know, you don't necessarily have to know a whole lot about golf or anything like that, but, mm-hmm. you know, just have an affinity for, for helping these kids out and just wanting to be there with them. I'm real challenged just playing the miniature golf. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Well, and, and a lot of these kids, mm-hmm. honestly, that come to us, they, they have no backgrounds either. Golf as an instrument to get them interested in our program is, is, is really our founder's vision for it because as a businessman, and, and mm-hmm. for that matter, a, a very successful businessman, golf became a part of expanding his business, of, right. of meeting clients and, and so on and so forth. And he wants these kids to understand that golf can be more than just a game for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've talked to several executives that they do more business on the golf club than they do in the office. Oh, indeed. And that, that is, <laughs> and that is not uncommon. And they've got administrative staff to take care of the <laughs> paper pushing, so to speak. So uh, this is Brandon with Square One for Youth. Brandon, tell me, if people want to get involved, how can they reach out to you guys? So we have, uh, we have various social media outlets that we use at the moment. Uh, particularly, we do have a website for any uh, other information that people may be interested in. It is www.squareoneforyouth.org. Uh, we do have a Facebook account. And, and with our Facebook, uh, there is one, uh, there's actually two separate Facebooks that we run off of. One of them is particularly for the foundation, for Square One for Youth. The other one is in reference to our golf performance facility, which can be found on what we call our campus uh, uh, right there in Swanee. And just a quick note, too, about that golf performance facility. It is actually something that is open to the public as well. Uh, We are not for profit uh, as a 501c3. However, uh, the public is welcome to come up and use the facility. We have uh, multiple golf instructors who are there who are PGA certified. Uh, they are there to offer lessons, uh, group lessons for that matter, even packages. And any and all monies that are spent at the golf performance facility are all funneled directly back into the foundation. So there's, there's no profit necessarily for it. But by coming up there, taking lessons uh, in this you know, climate-controlled facility with our pros, in essence, you're, you're still also donating into that foundation. So that's another support avenue that you've got. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. That's wonderful. Awesome. Awesome. Might be some opportunities through some of these other, like I work, do a lot with disabled individuals, just a fruit for thought. Oh, indeed. Creative and high hope, maybe doing a regular event up there for them and let some of their 
clients have fun. Oh, exactly. And that's, you know, we, we don't just necessarily limit it to, you know, golf instruction for individuals and so forth. But mm-hmm. uh, we, we open up our facility to any and all businesses that may want to bring some of their employees in for meetings and so forth. And then afterward, uh, we have a, a group clinic of sorts. So it's That's a 4,200 square foot facility. There's lots of room in there. There's some really, really cool stuff in there. Uh, wow. wh- whether you're, you know, you're, you're golf influenced or not, it's a, it's a pretty fun little place to, to go hang out at. That's wonderful. Well, thank you, Brandon, for this information about Square One for Youth. Very, very neat program. And give the young kids something to look forward to and finding something productive to do. So, Yes, ma'am. That's our hope. And, and thank you, Lynn, for, for having me today. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. So, uh, again, we're here at the Subaru Studio at the Sinesta Hotel and Minuteman Press of Duluth is our sponsor where they will design, print, and promote you. Another individual we have here today I'm really super excited to talk to is Jan with Village of Hope. So how are you today, Jan? Doing great. Thank you, Lynn. So tell me, what is Village of Hope? Village of Hope is about restoring hope to the homeless and those in need in Lawrenceville. Where do you get your clients? That's what makes us unique is that we go into the community and actually see the homeless, meet with the homeless where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, we we work at the extended stay hotels in Lawrenceville. We actually work with the homeless who are in the woods, on the streets, um, so to speak. We were, have a close relationship with Lawrenceville Elementary and Jenkins Elementary, their counselors. Uh, we do our Bags of Hope program at both schools to kids that are in need or that are homeless. Um, and then it gives them food to eat over the weekend. On the average, how many do you serve? Well, through the Bags the- of Hope program, we serve, we do approximately 75 bags a week. Okay. Um, and then we make other donations to the programs as needed, like we collect school supplies for each school at the beginning of the year and the first of the year when they go back after Christmas break. We also will be doing the summer lunch program in conjunction with Lawrenceville First United Methodist Church. We've done it in the past three summers, and this coming summer we will be doing it, be more involved in it. And last year we delivered 400 sack lunches per day, uh, five days a week, all summer long to homeless and children in need in Lawrenceville. That's so hard to believe. You know, you sit here and we think about Gwinnett County and yes, there's a lot of homeless. And as you were talking about, Brandon, you know, just people that drop through the cracks or need that extra help with their kids and getting them into some decent programs after school. It's just hard to think there's so many in Gwinnett County that are homeless. And I know that's just barely touching a corner of the icing on the cake, so to speak. So. Exactly. That's why we just focus on Lawrenceville, because to focus on the whole county is overwhelming. I bet. That's kind of the ironic thing about, you know, where, we're, where we live and, and our community, just as we, we had mentioned earlier. It's, you know, you look around you at all the great things that are here, and, you know, there's, there's still opportunities where we, can, where we can give back. So that's, that's wonderful. Exactly. We, we also aren't limited to just serving families. We, we're open to serving anyone who's homeless, mm-hmm. the elderly, the veterans, the single individuals, adults, the teens, all of those we serve, the disabled. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have found 
homeless in all those categories multiple times. So, Well, you definitely need my card if you come across people with disabilities that are homeless because we've got homes for disabled adults in Lawrenceville. So I definitely want to stay in touch with you on that. So uh, with your transitional housing program, tell me how people get involved with that, what that program looks like. What we have done Lynn, is is we have established some wonderful collaborative efforts with other nonprofits, mm-hmm. like the Lawrenceville Housing Authority, who offers a Pathways program um, that we can refer people to that are in our program. It can lead them to home ownership with our supervision and the Housing Authority providing the housing. We also work with Family Promise and refer people to that program. So we have a lot of fingers out there, resources that when we get a family that we believe is ready to move to the next step of Mm -hmm. self-sufficiency, we can refer that family to the organization we feel that they will fit best with and succeed the best with. Um, And so that's a great collaborative relationship that we have. Um, And it moves them forward. It doesn't hold them back. It actually gets them forward quicker. With your um, success rate, once you, how long do you work with them to help keep or prevent them going back into their homeless situation? That that all depends on the family. We take every family individual as unique, just like we're all unique. And, exactly. and we don't pigeonhole a program for them because the needs are different with each family. One family may have a car, another family may not. One family may have their kids in school already, one family may not. So we tailor the program to that family. Now, you know, our some of our successes are the fact that we saw a woman at a shell station sitting on a curb one day and stopped. Mm-hmm. And she had been in a domestic violence situation. Her boyfriend had abused her. She was her feet were wrapped in gauze. She was bleeding. And all she needed was a fifty dollar bus ticket back home to Alabama to her family. Wow. For us, Mm -hmm. that's a success. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, God led us to her Mm -hmm. and got her back home. And she still calls and says, I I just thank you so much. Right. So we have that type of success. We have other successes where we reunite families, Mm -hmm. you know, and for us, that's a success that that either children get back home with their parents where they need to be or. We get husbands and wives reunited into the back into the family unit, uh, which for us, that's a success. So we see success in a lot of different ways. And, you know, when we deliver food boxes every week to the extended stay hotels in Lawrenceville, you know, it may not be success, but it is very gratifying to see those people who really need that to get it and to take time to pray with them and listen to them because that's a lot of what they want is just someone to listen to their story. Absolutely. Jan, thank you. If people want to get involved with you or Village of Hope to find out how they can participate, how would they do that? They can go to our website, which is org. You can call us on our Village of Hope phone, which is 770-703-0737. Uh, and either way, you know, you can send us an email. We have Facebook page, uh, Village of Hope, uh, that you can contact us through that messenger. 
Um, so there's lots of ways to contact us. And we do need volunteers um, for our Christmas program, especially. We do a huge Christmas program every year for these kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need desperately need volunteers for that. How do people, uh, different events or sponsor programs that you have? Go to our website or contact us. Okay. Um, All right. And, you know, like our Christmas program, we have a variety of people who sponsor different aspects of that program. It's, a, it's such a huge program to put on. Awesome. And, um, you know, we, we have people who donate school supplies, who donate food to our ministry. We operate solely on donations of, of material goods or dollars. Wow. Okay. What an awesome ministry that you have here. And greatly appreciate you coming in. Again, this is Jan with Village of Hope, Brandon with Square One for Youth. And again, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Giving Back to Gwinnett. Minuteman Press of Duluth is our presenter where they will design, print, and promote you. And thank you again for being our guest today. Thank you, Lynn. Yes, Lynn. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, everyone. Mm